What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are here in the beautiful heart of Arlington County. Of course, that is Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 184 on a rocket ship to 200. And with me today, I've got one of my regular co-hosts across from me is Tess Strike. Tess. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, Doc's Tess is not here, as you can see, but we do have a fill-in host. Across from me, of course, our most regular fill-in host, I shouldn't say of course, but he is probably our most regular fill-in host, is Charlie Band. Charlie! I brought my own gold jacket. You did. <laughs> he, well, it's kind of a greenish, uh, I don't know. Copper, <laughs> copper jacket. I mean, Docs is the, the arbiter of, of when to hand those things out. So I can't officially give you the jacket that you get when you're on the show X amount of times. I, I don't know. Five. five times is what the, the, I think what the metric was originally was five times. But um, you're definitely over five times. But we appreciate you coming in on, on late, late, late notice, of course. Uh, I was texting Charlie last night um, about our guest, and we'll get to our, our, our guest and who we have. Exciting to come up here on today's show. But I was like, actually, could you come in? And so he's got to move his six different jobs, and he uh, somehow was able to make it in. So thank Fu- you for being here. Funny thing about that, I've been working on a story for County News about how counties are regulating scooters. Yes. Yes. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm seeing him go right by. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh. You're, ki- sh- you're, you're kidding. I sh- you're, no, you, I'm, you, you're serious? Wow. Counties all over the country are, are, have different regulations on scooters. Uh, Clark County, Nevada just released something a wow. few days ago. I'm tying it all together, uh, mainly urban counties, but it's it's going to be pretty interesting. Well, you could use us as a reference. I mean, we are the authority on bird scooters. I would I would I would give us that authority. I think I would annoy us that. But I might I might call back for a comment yeah, on Monday. Right. But we do have a big show to get to. Uh, excited today to be joined on the phone by high school phenom, uh, track athlete. Uh, Kate Murphy. She is uh, a sophomore at the University of Oregon, and she ran for the, or- the Oregon Ducks for a year. Uh, and now she is uh, moving forward with her running career. And we're going to talk to her about uh, you know what she's doing and how the running's going. Uh, she's a real inspiration. She's had an up and down, injury plagued couple years, uh, but she made the Olympic trials, made the semifinals of the 1500 and the Olympic trials in 2016 as a 16-year-old and uh, has had a couple of years of, of, of injuries but uh, seems back to running and really excited to get caught up on her, uh, caught up with her. She, of course, is um, one of, one of the, the, the best high school runners ever and from Northern Virginia High School, um, Burke's own Lake Braddock High School. So really excited to have Kate Murphy on the program today. And I know, Charlie, you're going to hopefully uh, – I'm, I'm going to put pressure on you now. I hopefully have have a few things on Kate because you've talked to Kate over the years too. Yeah. So uh, first thing, first time I talked to Kate Murphy was uh, the inaugural DCXC Championships mm-hmm. uh, Invitational back right. in uh, 2014. She was third in the sophomore race, mm-hmm. and I was talking to the top three runners in each race, and we were hanging out. Uh, she was getting, I think she was getting her medal or something. And as we were talking, she started getting really woozy and just collapsed at my feet. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, uh, you know." Did somebody is is she is she somebody's is she is, is anybody so here her dad? Pa- so that's what you did. You, I, I I caught her, but wow, I was crazy. not expecting her to fall the way it is the, the direction and the speed with which she fell. She's, what an introduction! Wow. Well, let's not bring that up with her, okay? I, I mean, she's had some other injury problems. We'll touch on her, her current injury. Problems. She didn't hit her head on the way down. Yeah, put right, it that way. Good. But yeah, I've been ever ever since uh, ever since her injury or ever since her uh, surgery back in 2017. I've been following her recovery and we've we've talked twice before about this i've talked to a few other people awesome all with the intention of writing about her her recovery and eventually her return to racing and uh now i've kind of got the pressure on me right now to get <laughs> know, this yeah. out by monday so it's, fri- it's friday the 22nd <laughs> chop chop Charlie. It'll, it'll it'll be out by the yeah. 25th <laughs> uh also on today's program uh I've got another inspiring story I want to get to. Um, one of the most inspiring runners out there. Uh, I want to talk about her latest Instagram post. Uh, speaking of Instagram, we are on Instagram. It's at Pace the Nation. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about um, a poll we put out 
I don't know. A Tess, questionnaire. That's your, a questionnaire. So Tess will touch on that. She handles all the uh, uh, the Instagram and some of the social media for us. And then finally, uh, we have run clubs. Other stores have run clubs. Well, run club somewhere caught a thief. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay, so a run club in Philadelphia catches a thief. So that seems like a good pace the nation story. So we will cover that as well. Uh, but before we get all to all that and bring Kate in on the phone, uh, it did snow this week. Not a lot of precipitation, but enough to make your run annoying on, was it Wednesday? That oh, I fervently disagree. That <laughs> I, was actually I my... Knew, <laughs> I knew you would. That was my favorite run of 2019 so far. Yeah. Well, uh, you can uh, check out some of the... the, the the, the runs that some of the Pacers employees did, uh, it uh, was Pacers Snow Day was the hashtag for that. And Tess, uh, you, you look like you were having a great time. I was so you a blast. En- you, you do enjoy the So you run on the packed snow or are you running on a trail that is uh, that, a paved trail that's been plowed? Or wh- where did you run on? I Wednesday? did a little bit of both. I um, did one of my usual kind of three-mile routes, but I did a couple offshoots that run through local parks that are mm-hmm. a little bit off of it just to get a little bit of off-road action since I was wearing my trail shoes. Nice. It felt okay. wrong to have them on the roads, even <laughs> right. though it was four inches of packed snow. Uh, but it was I was beautiful. I yeah, loved it. It, it actually was. It was a nice, nice day to run. Uh, Charlie, did you get out and run? I did. I don't know yeah. where you find these people. It was terrible. <laughs> I ran around Haynes Point. Yeah, and it was just sloppy the whole way. My shoes were soaked. Uh, trying to do you know stability exercises after that. It was just a. A wet mess. Yeah, I, you know, I, um, I don't mind it once or twice. I agree. If it's, uh, if it like it was one, one time, but I, I think I'm ready. It's February 22nd. I think I'm ready for the, uh, for the spring weather to come. What I can think? take the cold. I just don't want the snow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the other way around. I love the warm snow. Any precipitation, as long as it's warm. All right, I feel that. Okay, that's fair. Well, Charlie is our editor in chief of Run Washington, as everybody knows, and a lot of times you put out where the spots are to run, right? Yep. So did you, was there good spots around town to run? Um, was Haynes Point clear? Was Haynes w- Point was not, I mean, not you clear? You can follow my footsteps and follow, <laughs> run there and it's clear, right. but otherwise. Otherwise, it, no. Yeah, it was blocked off. Even even the even the uh, the, the base of, of the peninsula was, was pretty messy. Where, uh, where are the best spots if it does snow one more time? And I, I one more time at most here as we sit here again on February 22nd, where are the best spots to run? The capital. Capital. They clear okay. the capital as soon as the snow falls, basically. It's salted because they don't want anybody falling there. Right. You can run a, a two-kilometer loop around the capital if you go all the way out to the Supreme Court. Just gotcha. follow the road there. And you can... You're facing traffic, so it's pretty safe. Uh, you can usually, I mean, you can you can, you can bet on uh, uh, Whitehurst Parkway being being clear because it's you know it's it's a long bridge. Right. Right. Uh, also, on the Catholic University cap- campus, uh, John McCormick Road. Okay. It's about a also about two kilometers, just straight up uh, straight up a little hill to uh, what we call a Big Stinky, uh, the <laughs> Fort Totten Waste Transfer Station over near where Trip lives. Not much traffic there, but they usually clear it, and the road's, uh, the road's pretty good for uh, keeping, you know, for traction. All right, so there we go. So we do give good running information on the show. See, uh, you, you got three spots there. The Capitol, I, li- I love that one. Whitehurst Freeway and then Catholic University. Three good spots if you're running next time in, in the blizzard. I do like Whitehurst. I'll go back and forth on the worst days. Just yeah. go underneath Whitehurst, 800 meters back and forth. That's where I'd run with like freezing rain. Yeah. I'd go there because so at least a, it's not hitting It's me. covered and, and usually not much traffic. And you can run by Chadwick's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, really excited. Uh, she's one of the best high school runners ever. Uh, she's from Lake Braddock, right down the road. Uh, from Burke, from Lake Braddock High School, Kate Murphy. She is a Olympic trials qualifier, a semifinalist in 2016, and she's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Charlie and Tess, we are excited to be joined on the phone from Eugene, Oregon, <laughs> it is Kate Murphy. Kate, how are you? 
I'm good. I'm doing really well. Um, finally back running. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm so excited about that. We we yes. definitely want to get get into in, in, into all that. That's awesome. I've been I've been following tr- at Track Murph on Twitter, and she's yes. been she's back back running. So give her a follow. Um, <laughs> but uh, we we are really excited that you're back running. But you are in Eugene right now. Is that correct? Yes, I am in Eugene and taking classes. Uh, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, working my way towards that degree. <laughs> yep. So you, this is your second sophomore year there, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Awesome. Sophomore year. How, how do you like, how do you like, uh, I mean, you, you, you've lived in, in Fairfax and now you're all the way on the other coast. How's it been living in Oregon? It's been unique. I think last year it was kind of tough for me because I didn't have a car and I kind of felt um, like I was, I was limited to only being on campus. Um, I was living in the dorms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of felt like I wanted to like go explore and just yeah. like go places, but I couldn't. And, um, especially not being able to travel with a team, I was kind of like getting antsy. Like I just right. wanted to go. <laughs> right. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's definitely been better. Um, my dad and my little brother took a road trip out here, uh, with the car, and so now I have a car. So out here now you have now. a car. I was going to say, how long does it take to get the car out there? That's not one. <laughs> they don't do it in one twenty-hour uh, uh, stint, right? Like it's it's a few days, right? No, yeah, they actually like wanted to take um, a road trip, um, like make it like two weeks just wow. to go look at the country. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's very. Um, I wanted to yeah. go with them. Like I wanted to do that, but we had Camp Varsity. So I was like, oh, I can't. I want to. I want to go to camp. Of course, so. yeah. Camp, the famous yeah. Camp Varsity. Now everybody knows yes. Camp Varsity. Charlie <laughs> and Tess, of course, are shaking their heads. Uh, that's an awesome <laughs> camp every year here. And where where is it? It's close by here in Northern Virginia, right? It's in Madison, Virginia. Madison. So it's like two yep. hours away. Yeah, yep. So that's near Charlottesville. That's one of the the great camps. So the high school listeners, uh, that is, mark your calendars. That's every yes. summer, and especially if Kate's. Are you going to be there next year? Yes. All right. So definitely mark your calendar for Camp Varsity next year. Yes. So you got a car now, so that's good. But you're running, um, you know, for the first year when uh, you were there uh, mm-hmm. was was not so good. So you had this storied career in, in high school. And actually, let's go back to high school first, Kate, if mm-hmm. we could. Let's take our listeners back to high school. One of the yes. best athletes ever uh high school runners ever um from lake braddock high school uh kate ran 407 and and correct me if i'm wrong here charlie 407 the 1500 and i believe 910 in the 3k uh, yes and you made the semifinals of the olympic trials mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a 16 year old as a 16 year old which is just yes it's just it's unbelievable and the thing is i was super disappointed with myself after that race i was like i I came here to make the finals. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that of course was to for the chance to to make the team to run in Rio. Um, so you made the semifinals as a 16 year old. It's just mm-hmm. uh, it's just unbelievable. I remember watching you, uh, and I remember all of, of of Northern Virginia was watching you, and it was just amazing that you were able to um, you know compete with some of the best in the world. Uh, so you know, you must have thought at that point, you know, this is just a taste of what's to come in the future, right? Yeah, I definitely felt like I had just scratched the surface. I think I was ready to run like even faster than 407. I felt like I had a 401 in my legs wow. at that point. <laughs> wow. That, that, yeah. that, and, and 401, um, for our listeners who don't know times, 1500 times, I mean, that would have put you in the mix to, you know, obviously make the final, if not make the Olympic team. So was there thoughts that you might even get in the final and then, you know, who knows, make the team as a 16-year-old? I mean, as a 16-year-old, so I was very, I was nervous, but I was also excited. And I told my dad, I said, hey, like, you know, I just, I'm already, I put myself out there. I qualified and I have a, I have the opportunity to potentially race for the top three and that's why I wanted to make the finals so bad because I knew if I made it to the finals then I at least had a shot and I had this wild dream I said well anything can happen on any day someone could fall yep like any anything can happen I could make that team and it was just like it was just a, a like um, a whirlwind because I was like at the same time I was like I want to make this team and then at the other time I was like oh man but I'm the youngest one out here right, I gotta right. you know it's just kind of nerve wracking um, like lining up against like 
all the top um, U.S. women. Absolutely. So. You had a you when you were lining up, you lined up about what twice in two days. Was that the uh, what kind of what kind of <laughs> rest did you have between the uh, first and second rounds there? Yeah, um, I honestly I can't even remember, but I think it was back to back. Yeah, I can't even remember if there was a day break. Um, it's pretty rough to come I, in and have to run against professional fields right. two days in a row. Exactly. Yeah, and I think honestly, I think too that the difference between like the Christina and I, who had qualified, only high schoolers who had qualified, was that we were kind of focused on our high school career for that time where it kind of just like rolled up and we were like okay now we have to focus on this rather than okay being the mentality of okay i need to train to like be ready be able to recover for these races and just focus on like that sole race right i mean races a lot of people don't realize the high school season ends probably early june maybe first week of june and usually shut it down and and this was probably towards the 4th of July or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was somewhere around there, like July 9th or 7th wow. or something. Yep. Um, but I was kind of, I was reaching the point where I was kind of out of my element in the way that I wasn't back in Burke doing everything right. that I usually did. And then you had, <laughs> a, you had a Junior U.S. Championships like a week later? Two weeks later, or maybe a week. But I was in back home for a few days, and then we flew out to Poland Wow. a little bit so, Later. I mean, that's not a typical experience of a <laughs> high school junior, which is unbelievable. So that's your junior year. Yeah. Um, you, you know, so did you feel like there's just so much pressure on you on your senior year in Lake Braddock? Um, you know, I think me going into my senior year, I was definitely trying to do the maximum amount of things I could do to like just keep improving and 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 at the level i got while yes it's you can still improve i think that you have to kind of dial in on more things Mm -hmm. um with training and just everything in general um and getting your and, and dropping your times and um i think but another part of me was like actually you know what i I'm about to commit to college and I want to have a great senior year and I want to have fun with my team and just really focus on the team part because I had already accomplished one of my big goals. So I was like, okay, now it's time to focus on getting this team um, championship titles in relays. Right. And I mean, and you did that and, and which is awesome because uh, yeah, a lot of people who run, you know, four or run the times that you're running, you know, you're, you, you would, that would merit being on the professional circuit and be running by, mm-hmm. for yourself, running all these pro meets, but you didn't do yeah. that. You ran, you ran like regionals and states and districts mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. and relays with the group and, you know, <laughs> had, had an, had an awesome, uh, uh, distance medley relay. So you did a lot of things with your team that was awesome that senior year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just really wanted to focus on, um, getting, our group of girls, um, to, to big places. Yep. Well, you, uh, run in Eugene and the junior year, and then you have a great senior year. Uh, when you were in Eugene with the, at the Olympic trials, is that where you decided when you decided, you know what, this is where I want to be for, for college? Uh, I would say yes. Um, I think the culture and environment, that I had experienced um, at these big track meets that I had been at in Eugene was unreal. And I think it just like was completely unlike anything right. I'd ever experienced besides maybe pen relays. But I would say this, the track culture is just amazing here. And I was like, you know, I want to go somewhere that's going to get me to that next level. And I just thought that it would, Oregon was going to be the place that was going to um, get me there. Well, you um, you go to Oregon last year, are recruited by Marisa Powell, and <laughs> and uh, you know so she's your coach for the for the first year for for last year, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, she was kind of my coach. Yeah. Right, kind of your coach, and so and then you know, it, it, it you know, I wish I was going to tell this storybook, not ending, but middle of the story here, where you go there and you continue on and you you know win national titles with Oregon, but mm-hmm. yeah, and I should I uh, should back up. You did have surgery after after your senior year, right? Mm-hmm. It yeah. was in the summer. It was in yeah. the summer of your senior year. You have so yeah. You just don't know how you're going to react to the surgery. And what was the surgery? Because it was it was hard to. De- I remember it was just really hard to define, and you were searching so hard to figure out what was wrong with you, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So with the surgeries, um, you know, it was it was kind of odd because it had taken so long and then all of a sudden it was like, Oh wow, we find the answer right away doing this, um, what's it called? Magnetic, um, and, uh, renas- <laughs> yeah. resonance, resonance, angiography. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. That's like very fancy words. Right. But, um, right. Yeah. And I found it and we, we were like, Oh man, this is exactly what's going on. And then it was just like, okay, I'm having my surgeries. And I knew, and everything after that point, where I figured out what was going on. It was just kind of like uphill from there. Um, I, I was like, oh man, I know this is nothing. I right. finally just figured out what was going on and I was like, okay, I can overcome anything. It doesn't matter anymore. Um, when did you start feeling, think, uh, when did you start feeling your feet go, go wacky on you? Yeah. Um, my feet started going wacky on me in the fall, <laughs> but um, I would just assumed I was like, oh, I um, throughout high school, I had, like, um, my hands would always go numb, and, like, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, this is normal with circulation, um, just kind of kind of normalizing it. I honestly, you know, you never want to expect something um, super serious is going on with you. You kind of just expect it to be kind of like, okay, this happens to people. I'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, I would say it's around the fall, but it didn't really start getting to the point where I... It was disturbing me until the winter. So you could compete. So you competed with this condition that ultimately was a vascular condition. (laughs) Yeah. Now now I I can't pronounce the big words here. (laughs) Uh, Let's also point out that running with this condition, she set a national indoor uh, DMR record. Right. I mean, the the, the unique part about it was, and I think what threw people off was that I was able to work out at a higher, like, I was able to work out faster than I ever had worked out um, in the past throughout this, this time frame of mm-hmm. like fall through winter. Um, I was, my workouts were like just as good as they had always been. I was running fine. It was just, I was feeling this, these uncomfortable symptoms and I was like, uh, this isn't like, this doesn't feel good. I don't, I don't necessarily, um, <laughs> You know, it's not fun all the time when you have to train through a bunch right. of like uncomfortable things, um, and that's when, and, and I think that's what really threw people off. Um, so you ultimately that, have have surgery on both your knees, mm-hmm. um, re- removing muscles in both your. Is that is that? I read that somewhere. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a small muscle okay. um, behind your knee, and it's kind of just there for stability and like kind of unlocking um like the femur slash calf when you're like when you're kind of like extending your leg it's kind of there for unlocking it Mm -hmm. um and like that type of support um yeah so i had those both removed and then like um i didn't really think about it too much i kind of just let the doctor handle it and then you know put everything in my control after that by doing all my rehab stuff so so that was so that so that the surgery happened uh, the before your freshman year at, at Oregon, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, before I got to Oregon, it was like very close to when I left. So Kate, you have this major surgery in the summer, and then you move across the country away from your family and your support system. Uh-huh. How is your dad? Are they freaking out? <laughs> um, uh, I would say I was super excited at that point because I had finally figured out what was going. Um what was happening and also at the same time I knew um I just kind of wanted to get a refreshing like new Mm -hmm. environment after just um the time I spent uh not knowing what was going on right so a fresh start yeah totally (laughs) yeah exactly so I was like yes fresh start you know nobody 
nobody can you know it's just it was just kind of nice and we all like I was like okay you know they have great athletic trainers there they're gonna get me back um it's gonna be fine um you know just kind of like starting starting school and just kind of focusing on different things I guess yeah so you're one of the top recruits in the country if not the top recruit you go, come to Oregon one of the storied programs ever in track and field was there now I ask you about pressure as if as a high school senior now is there pressure <laughs> you're coming off surgeries do you feel pressure there yeah. and, and and kind of what's that like coming to, to coming to Oregon as this you know stud recruit uh-huh um I definitely felt the pressure immediately um it was you know, I didn't really have conversations about it. Mm -hmm. No one really like talked to me about like what my plan was when I was going to compete. Um, it was kind of just like, okay, I have to focus on rehabbing and cross training and doing all these things. And, and all in the meantime, I'm like, have to do school and I have to like, and I have to focus on like, okay, I need to walk to class how long is it going to take me to walk? Cause I was just out of surgery. No um, car. We already covered that. So we need yeah, no car so, for the first year. Yep. Yeah. And then it's like, then it's adjusting to like, okay, I have to live with a bunch of these regular students, um, in this dorm. And so it's like, I can't wow. control like what they're doing either. So it's like, it's like, it's kind of hard because you don't have control over the things you can control at home mm-hmm. of like when you like, you know, like just, I, you know, just when like you can go to bed things. or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. That's it's like you can't always control yeah. that because other people are going to be just going right. crazy. And right, stuff. right, <laughs> right. No, that's that's tough. So how, how soon um, into your freshman year there did you know that, um, you know, you're not going to come back as quickly as you'd hoped? And, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't going to be an easy recovery. Yeah, um, I would say it was probably... It was probably around early January when we first started winter term. Okay. Um, I think that's when it really hit me because I think I was in a, almost a denial phase after surgery where I was like, okay, this is not going to take me that long to get back. I can I can bounce back very quick. And I think that's what Marisa had an idea of too. She thought I was going to be able to just bounce back and it was going to be a quick, easy recovery. Like, you know, just not – it wasn't – it wouldn't take that long, but I think because nobody, like a lot of people had no idea what this surgery right. and like, syndrome was. I can't like, even pronounce it. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I mean, it's, yeah. It's like a lot of people don't realize that. Let, let me, let me try to, take, it's, it's arterial, our, our artery entrapment pop, syndrome. Is that yeah, pop, syndrome? Popliteal pop, artery entrapment syndrome. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Okay. And, and it's not, it's not really common in either distance yeah. runners or women, correct? I mean, yeah, it's not common in females, but I think if, if the population that does have it, I'd say it's like military or runners or mm-hmm. soccer players. Okay. I remember my surgeon said there was a bunch of soccer players he had operated on, um, but it's not, yeah, like I read some, it's not a lot of, it's not that common in females. Um, it's just unique. And I think like we all were like, oh, I don't, it, we all like didn't really know exactly what the recovery time was going to be. It was more on just how I felt. But I think what, like in hindsight bias, like I look back and I'm like, okay, like these muscles that have been in my legs my whole life got removed. And now my body has to kind of slowly adjust to like being able to run and just do regular things without them. And I think that was something I completely overlooked and I was like ignoring. So uh, you you realize in in January, it's not going to be what, what we had all hoped. Um, and ultimately, um, you you announce your retirement. I was really mm-hmm. sad when I read. <laughs> I was a lot really of people messaged yeah. me, yeah. Because you have you you are so you are so passionate about your running and about running, and you're such a great ambassador for the sport. And I remember run, I remember reading that, and I was kind of sad. Why why did you? You're too oh, young man. to retire. You can't retire. Um, so this is the thing. This is how I kind of looked at it, and how. Um, how sometimes the NCAA will operate as mm-hmm. it as um, it's not like a club. It's like more of a business. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, imagine I like to put it in this frame of mind because I think it gives people a little different frame of mind. So say you're working for someone and you cannot do your job 
um, for a year mm-hmm. and and like you're you're trying to do your job and it's just not working and it's causing you a lot of stress yep. and you're not happy and it's like you just can't you can't get results you can't, you can't perform yep yeah you can't perform um, after a year eventually and especially if you get a new boss after um, like your boss leaves and you get a new boss, which is what um, happened to you. Marisa and Andy left and went to Washington. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to kind of be like, okay, um, you still can't do your job. Like right. you're not, you're not giving us results. Um, it's, it's, it, it kind of feels, I, and I felt guilty and I was like, I'm trying. Right. Um, it's just it's not, you know, and I was trying to run through this pain because I was like, you know, I need, I need to get back as soon as I can. I need to, run and it was just like I felt like any time I took off was just time I was wasting and so that's why I didn't take yeah I I I tried to take the minimum amount of time I could between these injuries that popped up throughout the year um and so I felt really guilty and I was like um it was kind of just like you know if you can't do your job somebody else can and so it by me medically retiring you know, I think it's a whole label because I, I never had the mentality where I was done. Right. It was kind of just like, okay, I'm going to step back so somebody else on a team that can perform right now can do a job that I was supposed to be doing. Um, and so that gives it an open spot for them, and then that lets me get funded out of a different – Yep, gotcha. Um, no, it's – Part. So yeah, so a, a, so sort of a different different pool of funds. So you're a scholarship yeah. athlete there, so a different yeah. pool of funds, and you give a you give a teammate an opportunity, which is yes. pretty incredible a, of you. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm a team player. Yeah, I'm a team no player. Doubt. So it's like you know, I'm gonna sacrifice my spot so somebody else can have it, and like that might mean I can't practice with them, I can't compete, I can't be a part of it, but that at least gives somebody else a chance. And it's like I I'm I am independent enough where I don't need that motivation to come from any coach or any anyone. I literally just do it on my own. That was kind of how it was last year as well. I just went went to practice and then went straight from practice to go cross train while everyone else went out and ran. So it was like it was something I was used to, just going and doing it myself. So you don't meet with the team now. You're technically retired, but uh, – Yeah. You... I mean, I, I don't know exactly what – if I can practice with the team sure. anymore, um, but I definitely can't compete, travel, or do any of that. And I thought I might have a chance to maybe potentially travel if I was um, like a student manager. But I think at this point, like that, like they wouldn't take me even if right. I, I really wanted to. Um, or do you so. have NCAA in- eligibility? Yes, I okay. can transfer it anywhere I want okay. and compete right away for them. Wow. That's great. Oh, it's that's just at Oregon. Cool. I can't. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I, I got you. Do you have access to the training room there at Oregon now? Yeah. I have access to all the facilities. Um, our medical staff still will cover me. I feel kind of guilty if I make them like <laughs> cover me. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get injured again. Just, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was sad when I read that you retired, but then I was happy yeah. here on, uh, let's, let's go to your Twitter at track Murph, uh, yeah. tweeted fe- <laughs> February 17th. Yes. You, you, you said, let me just read this tweet real quick. She yeah. says, okay. I, I've had enough MRIs in 2018 that people <laughs> at the, at the center started to get to know me. And so you're always limping into the office and they said, um, you know, they, they, they were really rooting for you and wanted you to heal. So today Mm -hmm. you just ran past the ortho center pain free. So that was February 17th. We were recording here on February 22nd. So did you literally like run by them kind of, um, you know, showing off in front of the group? (laughs) No, I, I mean, they were like the whole building, like you have to go in the building, but, um, I, I just ran past it because I was like, you know, I just want to, like, have marks of indication where I'm making progress <laughs> right. finally. And I was like, you know, I think it's funny because the last time I had even, like, walked over there was when I had – when I was going to get my MRI. And I was like, right. you know, give me a few months and I can be back out here running. <laughs> Well, you are back running, and then again on your, from your Twitter at Track Murph, you tweeted February nineteenth, just a few days ago. Not yes. my best shape now, but I'm making progress and running six days a week. A build up to four yes. miles a day, and yes. uh, that is that made me really happy. So tell us yes. about let's 
let's talk about that. So you're running six days a week, mm-hmm. up to four miles a day, which, you yes. know, in your, you know, a few years ago would not be a thing for you. But now that's really <laughs> exciting, right? Yeah, it's it's so exciting. And it just feels so nice being able to just go outside and go run because it's just when you get in these, like, when you keep getting hurt, it's like you never get to go outside and go enjoy, <laughs> right. like, the even the rain. Like, right. I love just like experiencing the elements outside instead of going to the pool or, you know, I mean, do you feel like I'm sure this is the case with everybody who's hurt and I've been fortunate knock on wood that I've been hurt a lot, but I mean, do you really, you've, you've, you gained some perspective and appreciation Mm -hmm. for all those days that you can run, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, It's just nice, you know, just being able to go out and, lace up the shoes right. and know you're going to run <laughs> and then know that it, you can get through at least four miles relative yeah. relatively pain-free now right yeah i'd say well yeah i mean there's sometimes i have to deal with for the rest of my life but at this point like nothing bothers me anymore it's just like you got to deal with it yep given that you've had uh, you've had to take time off and you really haven't been able to put the same time into training you, nor- you ordinarily would have you been mm-hmm. have you been spending your time in college like you're doing yeah. clubs? Um, so I got involved. Yeah, I've gotten involved in our um, student athlete. Um, like we have this like, it's called SAC. It's like a council and like you know, we have meetings and it's kind of the focus is on um, community service and like kind of just these events for student athletes to get involved in. So I go to that every other week and we do activities on the weekends. And then I've also been getting involved with Plan the OSHA, which is like an SVs for our student athletes. Wow, is um, there, can we see like a you? Or is that is that exclusive to you guys, or there, is there a public <laughs> feed we can see? I mean, get, um, Nor- get Norm McDonald oh, do the MCA. There might, might be. I can't. I'm not exactly sure yet. Tweet We're it out so, at track yeah, yeah. if you can. I will. You can. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's in May. So um, I'm just like, and then I've also I told I asked our head coach. I was like, okay, I just want to help out like in ways that I can. And so I had started um, um, helping out as like a volunteer student um, manager for equipment and like getting all the team's uniforms ready and stuff. And I, I was doing that for like, um, like four days of the school week. And um, it was kind of like, everything was kind of like a lot. Cause I started actually, tr- when I started running more, I was like getting kind of more tired. Right. <laughs> and so, um, I've kind of just, uh, kind of figuring out how to balance that and like, you know, do what's enough for me, um, just to kind of help out in those types of ways. Um, cool. so Good. yeah. And I, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, okay, figuring out, okay, I, this is the plan I want to do for my undergrad. Um, and then like kind of, just the plan I want to do once I graduate undergrad and yep. stuff. Very so, cool. Very cool. yeah. <laughs> You're a sophomore. Do you have a major? Um, so my, my plan is psychology, um, and then minoring in sports business. Um, I had originally thought about going into advertising in our school of journalism, but I was like, you know, I think psychology, I can apply it more, um, and I can also potentially do two minors. Um, and then my my plan is I really want to do sports administration, um, a master's in that. So um, I don't know where I'll be my fifth year. Um, so we'll see. Well, yeah, I, I know there's a plenty of schools I think would be really interested in that fifth year. I was a psychology <laughs> major. So, so was uh-huh. my track coach in really? college. Yeah. All right. So there's some good company. Well, you're, you're, you're a track coach, not me necessarily. <laughs> but ah, very, That's very, very cool. Uh, talking about goals, I saw on your blog that you want to be racing in uh, doing a road race in uh, July. Uh, yes, that's that's my big goal. There we go. Yeah, if, I'm, uh, I'm going for it. I want if to you're going to be home in July, uh, you know, there's a Crystal City 5K is on uh, July 20th. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm about to, I'm about to hop in anything I can find. All right. All right. I like that. Let's get you there. I like that. That's that's yes. a good plug, Charlie. I like it. Yes, yes. We, 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 we know somebody and get her in. All right, so you're you're back out. You're you're back running um, six days uh-huh. a week, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. it, d- does that give you confidence to kind of say because you're always you've always been really goal driven? Um, does that mm-hmm. give you confidence to say, all right, what's my next goal? Is there something yes. I really look to do? And what what is that then? Yes. Um, 
you know, I think for a while I lost my goals when I was hurt mm-hmm. and um, I finally, you know, started to be like, okay, this is literally just another step back. It's, it's not the end. Mm-hmm. And I think um, allowing myself to heal really got me back um, in a good place. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I have time. I was like, I have months. And I was like, you know, I'm watching Hayward Field being built every right. single day from the ground up. Right. And I'm like, you know, I kind of want to be, you know, ready to compete before the stadium is completely done. When's that going to be and, done? Do you know? Um, when it's going to be done around April of next year. Okay. Or March. Okay. Um, About a year and I now. was like, you know, I really just want to get back competing on the track, on the roads, wherever, literally anything, just lining up so I can just compete because i love i just love it it's just fun regardless of running winning or not i just love doing it for the fun of it and um but at the same time i'm very competitive so yeah. if i'm gonna if i'm gonna compete i'm like i want to win so yeah. right. <laughs> um um isn't the only thing that tells me i say i i wanted to with medically retiring it doesn't have give me the pressure of having to be ready every single season, every single month of the year. And I'm like, okay, I can just focus on building back slowly um, to get to a point where I am ready to compete. And then once I am ready to compete, I can run unattached and see how I do. Do you, um, do you get back to uh, the, the Fairfax or the Burke area much anymore? Like, do I, do yeah, I go do you back come, home? Yeah, do you come back home a, uh, a decent amount? Or, or um, are, are I, you I, now I, like an Oregonian? <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely, like, last year I came back spring break, winter break, summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely, um, Virginia is where, you know, my life, I, I still feel like I'm, I'm an East Coaster at heart. Right. Like, I, I definitely, the only reason I wouldn't come back, um, to come visit is because I'm doing school or something, you know, an opportunity. But every time I can go home for a long enough time, I do. Um, well, there's something about Lake Braddock, so I, I would, I would, I would <laughs> say keep coming back. I mean, I was yeah. just looking about, looking at. I mean, you're one of the, you know, stud alum from uh, from Lake Braddock. You've got, uh-huh. from my count, three gold medalists: Alan Johnson, who your track's named after. He was a hurdler. Uh-huh. Ed yeah. Moses was a swimming gold medalist, and then everybody knows one of the best soccer players ever, uh, Mia Hamm. So, uh-huh. I mean, there's something about Lake Braddock. What is it? What is it about Lake Braddock? You know, people used to ask me that too. They're like, "What's in the water at Lake yeah. Braddock?" And I was like, "You know, I don't know. It's like the culture. I think having we have a big, pretty big school, and so mm-hmm. um, I think that gives people a lot of opportunities to join in." Um, a group that they find. Yeah. Cause you got a lot um, of different like successes in different sports and uh-huh. um, Hubert Davis was a 12 year NBA star. I remember watching him grow. I mean, so it's just a ton of, of, of stars from there. It's there's yeah. something, some, there's something in the water. I, I would agree. There with is. That. And I think it's just a place where you can thrive pretty well um, with, with the amount of support that goes, goes on. Um, yeah. That's uh, like Braddock and, I don't know. I love it. I realize every time I come back home, um, I'm running. And it was funny because last year, every time I went home, I was able to run. And then immediately once I came back, I couldn't run. Mm. And I was like, hmm, there's that's something. interesting. That is very interesting. Because, I mean, there's, <laughs> there is some mystique in Eugene as well. Hmm. I mean, you've got the, the Sensuitzes, Matthew and Matt, and, of course, Prefontaine and countless other uh, – you know, folks who uh, are runners who went to who went to the University of Oregon, but mm-hmm. maybe there's something about this Lake Braddock uh, campus. That, <laughs> yeah, know. it's just I I don't know, and I think a piece of it is also, you know, when you're constantly like on this this like pressure cooker and mm-hmm. like a lot of stress, it's gonna make you feel a little bit more, um, you know, just more unhappy, and like the stress can actually affect your physical performance and just the way you recover so i just realized whenever i went home i was just a lot more um happy and you know 
it just your mental health definitely has an effect on your physical health. Do, do you really? Do you think the stress? I mean, this was a physical condition, but the emotional mm-hmm. stress and pressure and all that stuff. Do you think that contributed? Um, I say a hundred percent because I couldn't. It was hard for me to go to sleep at night. Um, sometimes when I would run through these injuries, and it was just like. Um, I was like, okay, I'm either going to have to take a bunch of these ibuprofen, Tylenol every day and try to run through it and, you know, just hope it's not, not going to, like, break or, you know, I, I just have to stop running and then be, you know, stuck in the right. spot all alone. And I think it's just kind of tough. Um, when, when, it, when it starts affecting, like, being able to function during everyday life i think that's when you need to be like okay what i need to do is something i need to change something to make myself better well Um, well you have you've uh you've you've gotten back to running uh it's mm -hmm. great to see uh back to running six days a week um this is this is really exciting because if you can just stay healthy i know there's a lot more that you have to give 100 percent it's just about consistency with me. I think if I get like five to six months of just, you know, consistency, I think I'm going to surprise myself and run pretty fast again. <laughs> well, we, we can't wait to see it. Um, Kate, uh, thank you so much for the time, uh, for joining us. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, we'll have to check back in with you, uh, when you're back running and doing track workouts and all that stuff. Yes. I'll be back home for the summer. Oh, so. for the summer. And of course, yeah, all I'll, the high school I'll is listening. Be. Uh, we, we want to get you, you can, you could see her at camp varsity for sure. Yes. And, and I'll be, I'll definitely be on the towpath. On I'll the towpath. So right. around. well, we can't so. wait to see you. All right. Thank you so much, Thank you so much Kate. Me. I really appreciate it. There she yeah, goes. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Kate Murphy. She joined us here on Pace Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Kate Murphy for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Again, you can follow her on Twitter. She's an active tweeter, at TrackMurph, so definitely give her a follow. Really a fun interview. What what a great spirit and just really enthusiastic about running and upbeat and positive and, you know, oh, by the way, one of the best high school runners ever. A couple things that I, 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 I learned from the interview, I, I didn't. Well, I didn't learn how to pronounce her, her injury, but they actually had to do surgery and take muscle out and, and put it back into her calf or something like that. Yeah. And you know who diagnosed the problem? The Capitals team doctor. Really? Because I know she went to like a ton of different doctors. Yeah. And I, I really didn't want to rehash that because I know that was like a tough time uh, for her. And, um, you know, just just all, everybody knows when you're hurt, it's just just flat out sucks but honestly that makes me feel great though because i go to the caps dentist there, there so I feel <laughs> okay and you know you they earn their teeth. money because <laughs> yeah. if you can take care of a, a hockey player's mouth no no yeah you've got like true. three boats in a summer home <laughs> that, that's very true so i did not know that that was the person who dies because i know yeah. she um you know she saw a lot of people and uh she uh she worked for us last uh, a couple years ago and hopefully uh, we were talking to her off air hopefully we can get her back in the Pacers fold when she comes back during the summer. All right, uh, so I feel like we're legit now because we're on Instagram and we're like active <laughs> on Instagram. We do Instagram stories. Charlie, do you do Instagram stories on uh, Run Washington? Not as not, much as not. I probably should. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is a, I'm actually getting into them specifically because Tess does them uh, for us for Pace the Nation. I, I nearly answered. So I was, when I was running yesterday, I was listening to the uh, interview with Bethany mm-hmm. Sackleben. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for the pronunciation. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder what I'm going to mention, you know, that we wrote about her back in 2013. Yeah, that's and true. I'd seen the, I'd seen the, uh, Instagram story and said, what's your goal for the year? I was like, to have them recognize me at some point. But, <laughs> but then you did. You, so. know, you, know, you know what? You know what? Uh, I, I have to say, uh, there's a lot of times that I don't give credit to Charlie for guests or stories or stuff like that. So anytime that I don't reference you, <laughs> can I be in the clear for the next yeah, like 100 ep- episodes like that I don't give you credit for your deserved yeah. credit of, of helping me find this guest or whatever. So I never came up with a serious answer for what my goal is, but you I didn't. guess my goal is now finish this story by Monday. Right. <laughs> so finishing the story by Monday is good. But that was the question or what, what was the question? Tell us the question. 
Yeah, our question that we posed this week was what was your goal for this season? Because Bethany brought up a great quote, which is one of my favorite things she said last episode. And she said that her goal for the season was to start feeling like she belongs as mm-hmm. a competitive runner. Um, and we got some great folks to write in. Omar said that he would love to PR at Marine Corps, which is never love too it. early to start thinking about Marine Corps. I, I agree. All right, Omar, I'm with you. PR, I, I wonder what he's, uh, he, he didn't mention what his time was or what he's shooting for. No, he didn't say specifically. All right, but. tweet us, Omar, let, let, let us know what you're shooting for and uh we're going to hold you accountable to that goal okay all right and i think so relevant to today's guest Mm -hmm. um i think kate would agree with this where um emily catherine said that she would love to focus on the process not the outcome i like that so i think that's it that's our motto for the day i like that um all right so more instagram stuff from you this week We'll, we'll tweet out some stuff about kate murphy i love the questions more questions please Tess, what's your goal for the season? Uh, my goal for the season, um, I think I've already laid this down as my my New Year's resolution. I have rather foolishly committed on air to run a half marathon this year. Yes, you did. Um, so mm-hmm. I can be held accountable to to my actions. Yeah, there we go. Um, so it might be Wayfarers in the in the late spring. We'll we'll see. I have a couple more months to decide. There's actually a pretty good one tomorrow morning. The uh, <laughs> Dog and Heritage Rail Trail Half Marathon. I, I, I like of, that. That's Pacers content with dogs. Yeah, it is. But I'm not sure you're ready for that. I mean, I think I could do it. But you I'd could be do a, it. It'd be a miserable right, Sunday. Right, right. Is that what you're doing tomorrow? Charlie? No, I'm going to do the RSCA Club Challenge in uh, Columbia with the GRC team. Uh, that's well. That's, it's really hilly. The time uh, space continuum. Uh, unfortunately, if oh, you rats. if we could it, we could have promoted him being there, but uh, oh well. Foiled again. Uh, all right, so this story had Pace the Nation written all over it. Uh, a running club in Philadelphia caught a thief, um, and you brought this to my attention, uh, Tess. Running club gets together at a store in Philly. Like, what's the what's the what's the details on this? They are a lunchtime running group in okay. Philly. Okay. And um, kind of just like we had that Garmin Iceman Cometh track down story mm-hmm. earlier this year. Right. Um, this Philly running group saw this guy kind of shoot past them and then in pursuit was a person who the person that ran past them had stolen i think his laptop and backpack or something like that and these handful of runners all meeting for a group chased him down wow and uh, actually chased him right into the hands of a police officer a campus security individual uh, and he was apprehended wow uh, we will tweet out the um the story from uh the runner's world uh, very cool. I, I'm not sure that's the smartest thing to do. No, it's definitely not. But it, it does happen. And I, I seem to recall like something like this that Charlie wrote about. It wasn't me, but uh, Jamie Corey, one of my okay. old writers, uh, gotcha. wrote about the uh, back when Pacers uh, in D.C. was on P Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayla took the 5 a.m. group out for their run. And at the end, they uh, they chased down a mugger. <laughs> Was that? All right, so we'll tweet that yeah. link out too. The uh, picture, the picture alone is worth the view. <laughs> uh, we'll tweet that link out um, at uh, at Pace the Nation. You can find all that good content, that great content. And do you keep that content on there on Run Washington? Oh yeah, that's all from right, 2014. So that, that's right, uh, June 2014, I think. All right, that's that's fantastic. So, uh, runners and group runs doing good deeds. Love that. All right, so we got this story coming out on Monday. Uh, no pressure, uh, but. What else can we look forward to from Run Washington here in the future? We're one story so far into our uh, year-long series on ultra and trail running that uh, Sarah Davidson has been working on for me. Uh, Very cool. It's a really good way of easing into the sport. Uh, She really lays out the the truths that Mm -hmm. you just have to accept. Like, don't even bother looking at your watch. See, I'd never accepted those truths. That was my problem in my foray into the ultra marathon scene. That's a good advice. She she'd have helped you there. So she's going to write once a month about that. Okay. And uh, I really like the I really like her writing style. So it's uh, and she just she understands the sport in a way I don't. It's trail running and road racing is like comparing badminton to table tennis, (laughs) where you have the same basic equipment and the same the same goal but the way you do it is so different and i mean i can't uh i can't separate my myself from pacing and whatnot right so i i'd never be a good trail runner also i'd fall like immediately once i start to run over a technical ground right so but that's that's uh gonna be once a month we also had a pretty good story about a uh about a woman uh jennifer hickey from dc who ran uh 
Uh, she ran 60 marathons total last year, but she ran 53 of them. For 53 of the, of the uh, marathons, she ran in honor of a fallen service member from uh, each of the 50 states, D.C., wow. Puerto Rico, and I believe Guam. So uh, Is she from this area? She's from, uh, she's from Cincinnati, Cincinnati initially, okay. but she's lived here for a while, wow, I think. Wow, very cool. And I, I was going through, every year I go through all of the uh, domestic marathon results counting the D.C. area runners. It's kind of OCD-ish of me. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it brings out some good stories, including, uh, you know, I kept seeing her name over and over again. I thought there's got to be a story there. They weren't all destination races, so she was clearly trying to get, uh, trying to get a bunch of races in and just make it work. And uh, ended up being a pretty good story. Uh, we'll have... Soon, pretty soon, we'll have our count of all the marathons people ran in 2018 from DC and and you know Northern Virginia. And that Maryland. becomes a, that's become a yearly feature, right? Yeah, it's cool. uh, I I don't always portion out the work uh, evenly. I'll I'll do it you know, for a few months. I'll do it you know check that month's marathons and then I go from July until December and I've got to do it all at, all at the same time. <laughs> right. So that's like a few late nights that I just do that. Uh, also, uh, Dustin Meeker from uh, Baltimore wrote about a, uh, a park that I've been looking at on the map for nine years, uh, the Patuxent Research Refuge in Laurel. It's uh, you got twenty miles of trails up there, and it's I, I went I've gone up twice in the last two weeks. I, I used to just wow, stare at it on cool. the map, saying, "There's got to be something good to run, run around there." And it's basically just dirt roads, and I loved it. Except Hilly, the, uh, it, rolling hills, nothing. Okay. Nothing like coming up uh, Wilson Bo- Wilson Boulevard or anything. You, you wouldn't have to get a, a right. metro trip up that. <laughs> right. So you were about to say, but uh, there was an opossum that oh, okay. <laughs> that bared its teeth at me yeah, at the gotcha. end of my long run on Sunday. Wildlife but, sightings. Yeah. But considering I ran twenty nine miles there in two days, yeah, to one, only have one, one opossum. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So that was pretty great. All right, and of course uh, you're doing uh, a, what what I think is a. F- fairly new feature the monumental runner mm-hmm. um that's been really so. cool cool to follow uh caitlin k yes so loyal listener Kate, caitlin k so check her out at run washington uh she was uh, the one two weeks ago or yes. a week ago so uh i enjoyed reading that as i enjoy reading all of them but i was looking was forward good. to hearing her response to yeah. some questions she's a character all right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we've got a couple of road races for St. Patrick's Day that you can still sign up for. Uh, the 16th of March is the Four Courts Four Miler. The 17th, actually on St. Patrick's Day, so this should be huge, is the St. Patty's Day 10K. I Great love that race. 10K. Great race in D.C. Yeah, it is, uh, it's it's been there for 20-plus years, 25-plus years, a really cool race. Uh, do them both, and you can get a medal for both races and a third medal um, if you're into that kind of stuff. So sign up, runpacers.com backslash races. All right, and finally, guys, I mentioned there was an inspiring Instagram post that I wanted to talk about. It was from former guest Gabe Grunwald, her Instagram is G.I. Grunwald, so definitely give her a follow if you're not following Gabe on Instagram. The post was a picture of her running on a beach in San Diego with a beautiful sunset in the background. I'll read from some of her post. She said, The thing about most of my scans over the last three years, they've almost all been bad. No exception for the one I had about two weeks ago. Tumors are growing. One in my liver kind of decided to go rogue over the last three months. And then she went on to say, I've been in San Diego since last Friday. What was a planned training trip in December has morphed into a desperately need the sunshine to pick me up trip. And then she finished the post with what I thought was a really inspiring message. She says, quote, here we go. I can't do everything, but I can do some things like enjoy this beautiful sunset followed by a heart emoji. I'm always inspired by people who let themselves be vulnerable like she does here and share such authentic messages like Gabe does. So thank you, Gabe, for sharing that message. I just wanted to share it with the rest of Pace the Nation. All right, great show, guys. Episode 184 in the books. Thanks to our guest, Kate Murphy, for joining us today on the program. It's at TrackMurph on Twitter. Thanks to our guest co-host, back again with the gold jacket, Charlie Van. And it's at Run Washington on, 
on, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, all that stuff. So give him a follow. If you're not following him, I don't know what you're doing with your you're life. Missing out. That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think Charlie may have dropped that a Simpsons reference in today's show. Yeah, Doc, see, see if you can get it, Doc. Well, if anybody else can get it too, tweet us at Pace the Nation. All right. Well, thank you, Charlie. Really appreciate it. I'm sure this won't be the last time we hear from him. All right, Tess, great show, great show today. Uh, for Wayme Docs, who's not here, who's hopefully going to be back next week, I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We will see you next week. Simpsons and Easter egg in there for Docs, unwittingly. Oh man, he's not going to be able to tell us what it is. It's, it's going to—it's it's a one percenter joke. Only, only about three people I know would get it, but I think he's one of them.